We are going live, Giovanni. All right. And well, we're live. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Whiskey Wednesday. We are going live, Giovanni. All right. I got to take that off. How did I do that? Is that coming up on there? And all right. There we go. Got to take this down. There and is. I think that's it. that's it. All right. Let me let some more people in the moon, in the room here. All right. We're, we're, uh, welcome, everybody, to our Whiskey Wednesday. Um, we are doing something uh, really interesting today, I think. I really love this, this whole kit that, um, that Diageo has put together. Um, I think we've done like about 30 of them out there. Let's see all the people that have already done. There, we're already over 20 for people joining us now. Hopefully, everybody will join us on Facebook. The great part about this kit, and I'll explain this now, the great part about this kit and just doing it on Facebook Live is you'll be able to see it. Mm -hmm on Facebook Live, so you could buy for Father's Day, Absolutely. and then just go, hey, go to Julio's Liquor's Facebook page, find this, which I'll, I'll pin it to the top, find this, and you can um, taste along with us. Because, as usual, let me just, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna record this one if I can find the record button. Right down on the bottom, next, Where to, is it? The share, next to the share screen, see the green button to the right? I'm gonna hit the record. I'm recording to the cloud, there we go. Oh my God! I never had the I never had the computer voice tell me that we were being recorded before. Anyways, um, we have a really great, a special guest that's actually going to go through this. Rasmus Just is here tonight, and he is actually going to lead our tasting. He is one of the. I, by the way, he's going to hate that I say this, but he is one of the premier Diageo um, ambassadors. I don't know, masters of whiskey, whatever you want to call him. He's the guy. He's. Are you coming to us from Miami tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in Miami. It's actually there you go. Perfect. I see Lagavulin behind you, but I know you're in Miami. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I was at Lagavulin. Let's say it like that. <laughs> but very happy to have him with us tonight and actually lead us through the tasting. So without further ado, I know there's some stipulations that we have to go. Uh, we have to tell everybody. Everybody has to wear pants. Is that was that it? Um, you don't have to wear pants, but you have to keep your hands above the uh, table <laughs> and don't stand up. No, no, we have some, we have some uh, uh, little things that we have to uh, get out there. So Rasmus, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna hand this meeting over to you and uh, take it away, sir. Thank you, Ryan, and, and thank you for uh, for having me. Uh, good to see many faces. I did see some people do some stretching, uh, but please drink responsibly. Please have some water. Uh, I hope uh, it seems like everyone is is over 21, maybe just over 21. Uh, that is the stuff we have to go through, uh, but. Happy to be here today. Uh, we're gonna start with the, um, the Singleton, and then we're gonna go to Oban. Then we're gonna go to back to Dufton, uh, to Motlick. Then we're gonna do Talisker, and then we'll finish with Lagavulin. So that way, that way we make sure we get most out of our whiskeys. So if we start with a Lagavulin, tasting the Singleton might be a little tough. So do you agree with that, Ryan? Yeah, I, I, love, I, love, the, uh, I love the lineup um, that you set. But the other part about this too is like, this is really a great lineup because it hits on some uh, whiskeys that I don't think a lot of people are familiar with um, that are part of the, you know, the portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, and I really love that it's sort of spotlighting some of the hidden gems that are actually in the lineup. I mean, we know Lagavulin, we know a couple of these other brands, Talisker is a big brand and stuff, but there's some nice ones in there, especially the one we're going to start with. That just are just these little hidden gems that not everybody is familiar with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, 
we're gonna start with a singleton and i'll just show the distillery really quick. absolutely gorgeous distillery you see it right here in the heart of Speyside. this was actually the seventh distillery built in dufton uh in in 1898 uh and it was mainly used for for blends for many years two blenders actually built it uh, and just have this beautiful green grassy apple notes. Um, this is our stills, absolutely beautiful, big onion shaped stills. And here we just want as much cover contact as possible. But if you guys, hopefully you guys have it in your glass, uh, I highly recommend just having a little bit of a nose on it. And when you guys nose your whiskey, try to open your mouth. That really helps getting all the aromas around the palate. Um, have a little sip. Uh, just to kind of, it might be your first whiskey today. If it's not, it's all good. It's not my first whiskey today. Uh, but have a, your second sip a little, a uh, little longer, keep it in your mouth, your mouth a little more, a little longer. So you really get all the flavors and everything out. But, you know, Rasmus, that's a really good, um, uh, a point to be bringing up when you're tasting whiskey, never trust your first sip. I don't care if you've been drinking other whiskeys that day or you have some other stuff going on or whatever. It's like take a little sip and then taste it um, because it takes, it takes a little bit for your mouth to adjust to having all of a sudden this, this whiskey. Yeah, it really calibrates like, like your whole palate and everything like that as well when you smell it. You, you're going to like set your palate up for what you're going to get. And you can find a lot of these beautiful, like here, for instance, a Singleton, as I said, we want, want as much cover contact as possible we do a 75 hour fermentation. So that long fermentation means we build a lot of esters, these fruity esters, that's gonna create all these beautiful apple pear notes you get here. And then we do a very slow distillation as well, which means we get a lot of copper contact, which means we extract a lot of those sulfur compounds and we just are left with this beautiful, light, delicate spirit. And that's one of the reasons why Singleton of Glendolin, it's like a very approachable whiskey. Uh, we do use a mix of American oak, as you can definitely tell. You're going to have a lot of those vanilla kind of like toffee notes as well. Uh, and we do you have a little bit, a sprinkle of some sherry cast in here as well. It's going to give it a little bit more of, a, of some body, a little bit more of that dried fruit. Uh, but a beautiful whiskey, um, really easy, easy drinkable. Uh, there's a lineup. This is probably as well one of your best bang for your buck when we talk single malts. Uh, absolutely beautiful, light, bright spirit. Uh, and as well, if anyone have had Old Par before, uh, I live in Florida, yep. Old Par is absolutely massive. One of the key malts that actually go into to Old Par is Singleton of Glendale. Do you know that, Ryan? Can I ask you a question on this, Ras? Yeah. Um, I believe, and I could be mistaken, trust me, I, I've been wrong before, ask my wife. Um, is Glendale, is, is Singleton always Glendale? I, I could have sworn when I was in Europe, I saw a bottle of Singleton and it wasn't that. Is it, is it changed for different markets? Yeah, so, so Singleton is actually the, the third biggest single malt in the world, uh, if you look at it, uh, even though it might not be as known here in America yet, it is growing rapidly. But so under the Singleton, when we were released it originally, it was actually Athrusk that was in Singleton. Uh, we then ran out of, of juice because it got so popular. So what we did is we, we have three different distilleries under the Singleton brand. They're all producing a very similar spirit. And then we looked at the cast maturation and the whiskeys and paired them up with different parts of the world. So if we go to Asia, Singleton Asia will be Singleton of Glen Ord. Uh, all American oak, a lot lighter, more citrus, uh, which works very well for the palate, as well as the food and the cuisine they use there. Uh, if you look at Europe, 
then they have Dufton. Dufton is where we use a mix of sherry and American oak, almost like a 50-50. Uh, so it's gonna have a little bit of a drier style, but it's still all the same DNA. So if you had them next to each other, they're very, very similar in style. Here in America and in North America, we have a Singleton of Glendolen. Uh, here it's high proportion of, of uh, American oak, and then we sprinkle in some sherry cast as well. Uh, but beautiful, light, delicate spirit, but you still have some of those dried fruit notes coming through. So it is a little confusing, but it's simply added into to the palate. So if you go to uh, if you go to Europe or if you go to to Asia, you'll see uh, they have a very similar presentation as well. But it will clearly state on the front as well, which distillery they're from. I really, I really like that. I, when I was doing what I used to uh, do uh, was in the wine world. I actually blended uh, the same wine under the same label, two different stylistics depending on the market it went to. And so I always found that concept because it's almost like a custom. It's a custom blend. It's a custom. I don't want to say blend because it's not really a blend, but I'm saying it's a customization for the markets. Sure. And that's sort of neat. And if you wanted to, like, you know, it's like Pokemon. You want to catch them all. You, if you, we ever get back to traveling, that's sort of a neat one, knowing that you can, because people always ask me, like, I'm here. What can I get at home that I can, that I can get here? I'm in Europe. What, what can I get? And that's sort of a neat one that I, I, I've, I've thrown out there is like, I think you can get Singleton. It's a different distillery made more for the European market. So it's sort of a neat one. And plus, like you said, uh, Rasmus, this is sort of one. It doesn't, it's not going to break the bank either. No, it's very great value and you get amazing whiskey. Uh, I, I'm not really allowed to talk price, but I'm sure you can, Ryan. I think the retail, the 18 is, is around a hundred bucks for an 18 year old scotch. Yeah, is, I think, is, I think it's something like that, but the 12, even the, even if you just pick up the 12, it's, um, it's, it's really good, uh, good value for, for, uh, bucks spent. You will see as well the special releases. So we do release these special whiskeys. They're all cast strength every year. And you will see under the single that I think two years ago, it was a singleton, it's 17 year old singleton that came out and it was a Glen Ord. Uh, so you are available to actually try these and buy them here as well do it through our special release line where we handpick some, some cask and do limited bottlings uh, of them every year. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get back to that later on. That's great. Awesome. Well, you know, we on to the next whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the next whiskey we're going to, we're going to travel to, to the Highlands, to the West Highlands, uh, to Oban. So Oban, absolutely beautiful, beautiful distillery. And it's not Oban, it's Oban. It's like open your mouth and drink some whiskey. Uh, I'll just show you the distillery right here. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, let me see if I can get this to work. There we go. Um, I have there, we go. there we go. So there we go. this is Oban. Uh, you can actually see the still here. You can see that chimney right there. It is literally in the middle of the town of Oban, which really grew around the distillery. Uh, everyone thinks this is a massive distillery. It's not. These seven people are the seven people that work at Oban. They produce every single drop of Oban uh, and are amazing. Um, when we talk about Oban, it actually started as a, as a brewery uh, and then in, in, in 1793. And then the year after, they actually built it into to a distillery. And the city literally grew around, uh, grew around this, the, the beautiful distillery. So today we have two stills. Uh, every single drop of Oban we produce go into our single malts. It's what we call a cap malt. We don't use any of it for, for our blends at all. We have some amazing brands as well. 
And they do, and when we talked about a 75 hour fermentation, which is pretty long, we say normally everything over 50 hours uh, creates like fruity characters. If you'd go under 50 hours, you create more of a spicy uh, citrusy character. But here uh, we actually do two different fermentation times and we add them together. So we do a 65 hour fermentation and then we do 120. Those two are then added together. And I always, when I smell Oban, I always get these beautiful, like almost like orangey, zesty. If you ever think about when you when you when you peel an orange, you get all those aromas coming out. So you get that beautiful, bitter uh, orange coming out. And then the distillery is right next to the sea, so uh, it's kind of like the, the gateway. If you saw Game of Thrones uh, in the Game of Thrones lineup, Oban was uh, was the wall because it's kind of the the gateway to the islands. Uh, it's right there if anyone of you have been to Lagavulin or to to face eel or anything like that it's actually a ferry from Oban you can take straight there uh but um, so the, sorry yeah right? some, of the, uh, some of the people that are uh, joining us tonight uh, have had the the good fortune um like myself to actually visit the distillery and it is right in the middle of the town i mean there is no room on any side to make this distillery bigger Unless they're going to tear down some uh, uh, main buildings in 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 the um, in the town, um, and it's really it's sort of this nice little cool gem of a distillery uh, because it's a it's a great little tour, and you cannot it's almost unfathomable that all this whiskey, especially that you can see around the world, is coming from this little distillery. I know it's not the littlest distillery in Scotland, but I think it's the biggest producing littlest distillery in, in scotland if it's not as yeah. close yeah. there's two stills um that's it they're super tall so again here we get a lot of copper contact so we get this beautiful but we still have that beautiful salty briny character and and the the, the richness and depth as well so uh, we use warm top condensers is open and they're actually on the roof so literally our condensers are on the roof of the distillery because we have nowhere else to put them and as you say there's no way we can build this out. Uh, so the regular Oban is, is a 14 uh, that become, became part of our classic malts in 1988. This is not it. This is actually our little bay. So this, this came out in 2014. Uh, first of all, here we use our smaller casks. So we use 200 liter barrels, which means we're actually gonna get a little more of that spicy character. The ends, we will actually use virgin oak, we, um, we chop. Uh, so you're going to get a little bit more of that spiciness, and then we finish it in sherry casks. So this is a NAS whiskey. Uh, it is, uh, I'm not allowed to tell you how old the whiskeys are in the go into it, but, but they might be around 9 to 13 years old. So uh, absolutely beautiful whiskey. It gives it a little bit more of that dry fruit as well in the finish. A little spicy up front but with all those beautiful, beautiful open DNA characters and these like toffee notes. You get like some of these orange fruity characters, even like almost like um, peaches and dried apricots almost come out. And then you have a little hints of that smoke in the back. So where Singleton, we don't use any smoke to dry our barley. Here we use a little bit. So the PPMs are two to three PPMs. And when we get through our distillation, it's about one to two PPM. So you have a little bit of that peak that just gives it a little weight. And then because of the way we use the worm tops, it's very oily and rich and it just keep like just attach it to your whole palate and gives you that long, long finish. Um, have you had this one before, Ryan? Yeah, I, I actually, I, I did a, actually a review on this one uh, uh, when it first came out. The, the, the cool thing that I also find about this one too is these are 
uh, relatively tall stills. Yeah, very tall. Produce counterproductive, counterintuitive, I should say, counterintuitive to produce a sort of slightly heavier oilier um, spirit, which is a little bit different because usually when you think of tall stills, I think of tall stills as producing lighter, airier, more perfumey sort of. Um, uh, uh, of, of, of whiskey and this sort of uh, goes against that grain a little bit. I mean, I know it has a little bit to do with the fact that there is a slight, and when I say slight hint of peat in, peat in this, it's real slight. Yeah, it just gives it that beautiful balance. Um, but yeah, normally you think like tall stills, is you want to you wanna create like a very light floral uh, spirit. Here, the worm tops, as you say, but again, it, it really comes down to how you run the stills too. So right. we still here will run them slightly harder. Uh, and, and that way we, we kind of don't get as much. And then when we do our, our, our worm top condensers, uh, there is, there's only 16 distilleries that actually use the old fashioned way of doing it. And it literally looks like this like snail that's in a water bath. Uh, and that way, when, it, when the vapors come off the stills, they, they condense back and then you get less copper conversation there. But we use shell tube condensers, you prolong that um, copper conversation. Really nice. Really, I, I, you know. If you never had uh, olives with oban, then you're losing out. Uh, I love, so that, like, think about like olives with those oily characters. I specifically like green olives with this. It just works very well with that fruity character. Uh, as well, right right behind the distillery, there is a Chinese restaurant. It's just called China. Uh, I don't know why, but they make an amazing orange chicken. And having orange chicken with Oban always brings me back to that here uh, because I always go there when I go to Oban. Uh, we, now we have to go back. Damn it. All right. So, as soon as we open back up, I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. Exactly. Exactly. I don't blame you. All right. So what is next in the lineup, Jay? So next in our lineup is going to be Mortlick. So Mortlick, let me just share here. I want to show you. This. And I always pronounce it Mortlock. Yeah, Mortlick, Mortlock. Um, All right. You know my uh, theory, right? That the, the, the Scottish just changed the pronunciation every single time. So the drunker we get, they keep changing the pronunciation. So we're never quite sure of how it's pronounced. So my boss, Ewan Morgan, is born literally a stone throw away from there. Uh, yep. He always calls it Motley. So right. that's what I'm going with. You can see it right there in the heart of space side. And this is actually our stills. And you can see this looks absolutely weird because normally they're put in pairs and they're the same. Here we literally have six stills. They're all very, very different. And then this is where the magic happens in our smallest still, which is our re-witchy. And this is actually on the, the still. I don't know why she has red boots, but I think maybe Lubatine or something had an influence there. Uh, but when we talk about this distillery here, it is, is doing a very unique distillation, which was actually put into place in 1896, which was done by um, Alexander Cowie uh, that took over from his dad. So his dad took over. He actually was, was the one that set up the railroad. And when we talk about Motlick, uh, it is the oldest distillery in Dufton. Uh, and that's where it was kind of founded. Uh, and then they had this very unique distillation. So it's almost they have three distilleries under one roof. It is still a single malt. It's harmless and pastilles, it's harmless and malted barley. But when we talk here, we do a 2.81 time distillation. 
Yeah, that's what mathematically it comes out to. That yeah. is exactly right. But we literally have these six different stills. And what we, to simplify, we would do a partially double, partially triple, partially quadruple distillation, creating three different styles of spirit. They are then blended together. And when we make the math, it comes out to 2.81. So we're producing a multi-style spirit that is a normal double distillation. It's our spirit and wash still three. They're paired together. They do a normal double distillation, creating this multi-character. And then our wash stills one and two kind of work as one still. So what when we run those, the first part that comes out is going to be the heads, the lighter part. We take that on one side. Then the heavier part, the tails, tail end of the distillate will be heavier and, and meatier in style. So we'll take the lighter part. So part of the heads will run through spirit still two. So making it even lighter and more floral and delicate. That is taken to one side. Then our wee witchy actually gets one part of our, our tails, distills that down. It adds another set of the tails. It distills that down. Then we take what's left of the heads. That is then distilled in the fourth. So here, partially double, triple, and quadruple distilled. That is creating this heavy, meaty, savory spirit. And then those three spirit streams are added together. And it creates an absolutely amazing whiskey. I will, I will say too, it's one of those, um, it's one of those type of things. If you've had, um, the new expressions that are now on the shelf right now, they are some of the best examples of this distillery since the old distillations of, I mean, I'm still, uh, and some of the people that are watching tonight know that I, I am a freak for the flora fauna, uh, uh, 16 year old version of this. Uh, I think I still have a couple of bottles left. It's one of my favorite whiskeys of all time. Um, but now the, what's coming out of the distillery now that's being offered um, here, I think is some of the, uh, of the best expressions uh, that have been available in a long, long time from this distillery. So, um, you know, this is, this is only the tip of the iceberg that we're trying tonight. So yeah, like I've been in love with Malt Lake since I had it the first time. Let's just say I was 21. Uh, yeah, we'll say I'm, that. I'm from Europe, so I, I might have been say. slightly younger. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, it creates these beautiful dimensions as well. If you if you haven't, I love this one here. So it's a mix of, of American milk and cherry cask. I always give it like just a drop or two of water. Um, and that just really opens up specifically those sherry casks really come to the forefront, if you ask me. And a little bit more of the, of the dry treatments. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful spirit. And it has so many layers to it. And um, Johnny Walker or Johnny Walker and Sons actually bought this distillery as well. And it's very, it was for many years, not really sold as a single malt directly. It wasn't a floor fauna, as you, you said, Ryan. But like when we use this in blends, this is like using salt in food. It really amplifies everything. So smoky whiskeys become like more zesty. Sherry notes come out more. So it's, it's an absolutely amazing whiskey to use in blends. But as well by itself, it has so much character. It is why it's called the Beast of Duffin as well. Uh, and it can really stand up as well. Some of the oldest whiskeys that's ever been sold in the world has been Waltlick because they can really take some, some long maturation as well. Uh, but this here, mix of American oak and cherry cask. Uh, the 16 is all Oloroso sherry. And then the 20, which is, is in our regular release as well, is again a mix of American oak and sherry cask, but absolutely fantastic. I, I love uh, Moltlik and it just works really well, even with like meteor 
style, like like heavy meats and stuff like this, having this with like a red steak or something, absolutely amazing. So the the old the, the old saying that uh, I think Charlie's probably here tonight that we'll, we'll, we'll say it that, that Rome was built on seven hills, but Dufton was built on seven stills, <laughs> and uh, the first still in that group is 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 Mortlich. It is. Um, there was some some very famous people that you might know some other distilleries in that town. They actually uh, started their career working at Mortlich, and then later on would would go on to to build their own empires. Uh, as well, it's said in uh, in Dufton is is one of the places in the UK uh, per inhabitant that pays the most tax. Simply because they're producing quite a lot of spirit in this little town, it's pretty amazing. And 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 again, you know, not to harp back on this uh, this kit, but to get the this expression in this kit is a, is really one of the what we were just talking about when I, like we started this night off is one of the hidden gems. I don't think enough people have tried this uh, whiskey. So um, to be able to get that in this kit along with the others, I think you can, because you, you have a really good range. I mean, we're going to go through the rest of it, but you got a really good range of things to try. And I mean, you've had the, the first three and, and look at the difference in whiskeys that we've already, that we've already, we've had tonight. Yeah. If you're not sure about single malts, this will kind of give you an idea of exactly what your speed yeah. is. And I love the 100 mils because that's great. Uh, you know, two people, hence the two glasses, Absolutely. can each have a, a, a drink on, uh, on them just to give everything a shot. Uh, anyways, I don't know if they're, they're, they, they build these as shot glasses. They're not shot glasses. They're tasting glasses. <laughs> Although I've had a couple of shots that have been close to this, but, um, but uh, very, very, very well. And I, I love the fact that this, this is in there. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic expression. Hopefully, uh, I think, I believe the last couple of times I was down visiting you, Ryan, uh, we actually had this at our table as well. So hopefully- I've I, always make, I always make sure you do because yeah. I want more people to try it. Yeah, and uh, we always have great feedback as well. Um, from here, we're actually gonna go to uh, Sky, one of my favorite yeah. places on earth. Uh, here we are gonna get a little bit of peat. Uh, so where, where we haven't really had much peat in our glass before, Tausker is going to have some more of those like coastal salty elements. Um, Tausker is one of our most visited distilleries, even though it is not the easiest to get to. Uh, it is on Sky. It is the oldest distillery on Sky and uh, is absolutely beautiful. I can just share here so you guys can see the distillery. Let's go through these. So this here is Tausker Lily on, on the bay and it's made by the sea lily. The sea is right there and you'll find some of the best oysters you'll ever have right there. We actually have an oyster shed at, behind the distillery where you can look over the distillery and the ocean and enjoy Tausker. It works beautifully well. This year is our five stills. It actually used to triple distill up to 28 uh, where we built out with another two stills. Uh, absolutely gorgeous. If you go to their webpage or if you go to malts.com, you can actually, this is literally a screen grab I took from the distillery from yesterday. Uh, so you can actually go in there and actually take a walk through the distillery on a virtual tour as well, if you should want to. And uh, Diana Farrell is, is our distillery manager. So our managers at the distillery are all female. Uh, Diana is absolutely amazing. Uh, right by her office upstairs, there's an amazing tasting room as well. So uh, Ryan, if we should make it there, uh, I'm sure uh, Diana would, would set us up with a little tasting. She did and oysters. Time. And oysters, because I'm gonna tell you right now, you put some, you gotta put Talisker on your oysters. 100%. If you've not done that, 
then you're, you're missing out. Sure. Yeah, those salty, briny characters just yeah. work so well. And if you just smell like the, uh, the whiskey, this is our Talisker 10, uh, you get these beautiful hints of almost like standing by the sea, those salty, briny characters, almost like a little seaweed. The peat is there, but then you get this beautiful honey note that's behind there as well. As you can probably hear, Tausker is, uh, is, is, is one of my favorite places to be as well. The nature around is, is incredible. Uh, and uh, just in the turn, so 1898 was this was actually the best selling single malt in Scotland uh, and was a hidden gem really too. It hit uh, the classic malt range where it grew to what it is today, which is a pretty big brand. Um, we put most of the whiskeys we produce from Tausker into our single malt. We do use a little bit in blends. You'll see it in something like Johnny Walker Green Label, but absolutely beautiful. And here we do it slightly differently. This is not just peated malt we get. This is medium peated. So when we talk about PPMs, there are around 20, so 18 to 20 PPM. So pretty mid peated, but we get heavily peated malt and unpeated malt, and then we mix them together. So that just creates a different layer of flavor as well in the whiskey and a little more depth. Uh, and then we do these, so that peppery, spicy chili character you get as well. Um, that actually comes from our first distillation. So in our wash stills, you saw they were like really clean. They're kind of short as well. We run them really hot. That's kind of like the working horse of the distillery. So <clears throat> here we're creating a sulfury style spirit. We don't want any copper contact. We don't open the stills too for the copper to regenerate. And then our second distillation, you saw this like swan neck as well. So that actually here, we get a lot more copper contact. And then here we use worm top condensers as well. So that second distillation and that kind of swan neck means we get a lot of reflux in the still. And that just creates that beautiful honey sweetness note you get. Uh, and that just creates this magic that is, is Talisker. I love Have you visited this, Ryan? You know, I, I've been to some pretty remote places, but I've not been to Sky yet. So um i am actually um it's on it's on my list there you go of places to go and uh i love the distillery so i am hoping to definitely get out there so uh, discovery called um last year did like uh, seven most beautiful places on earth and sky was one of them if you go there uh, there's all these attractions to see there's the fairy pools which is amazing there's all these rock formations um it's a pretty hard climate, and that kind of showcases as well in the uh, in the whiskey. Uh, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, just down the road from the distillery, there's as well a little hotel. Behind it, they have a pub, and they probably have the most crazy selection of, of whiskeys. Uh, and highly recommend going there. All right, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, so Diageo would send me there just to you know make sure I knew about Talisker. So pushing that a little bit we will uh <laughs> we'll see what we can do uh you will see Talisker coming out with a new design so they're actually going oh, cool. uh, reusable so all the paper and everything you'll see it looks like it's ripped off uh so <clears throat> that is going back to so we as well at Talisker we're using a lot of seawater for cooling so we're actually saving a lot of water and Talisker is part of the billion oyster project which is actually re by rebuilding a, uh, an oyster reef in the bay of new york so we oh, work good. together with uh, about 70 different restaurants in New York City. Uh, when they have used their oysters, we get the shells, we dry them out for about a year, and then we put them in, in these containers and put them in the water. 
And this means we're actually creating like this reef where we can get wildlife back, but as well get oysters back. And oysters uh, actually rinse a, a gallon of water an hour. Really? See how much this will impact just the wildlife, but as well how much that will help clean water. Yeah, it's called the Billion, Billion Oyster Project. Uh, check it out. It, it's pretty cool. And, and Tosker is one of the main sponsors on it. Wow, that's great. I will have to check that one out. Really cool. And, so, and it's amazing. Uh, and and Talisker and oysters, it's just like a match made in heaven, as we talked about before. It is. A few drops of whiskey actually in the oyster. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, I normally pour my, my, my Talisker in and drink it from the shell. It's beautiful. Well, that's, I mean, we can, st we can, we can talk about where the um, uh, quake, the drinking vessel of Scotland came from. Yeah. Oh. A lot of people equate it to, what was the first place? Well, it could have been in oysters. That's one of the, 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 the sort of, the, pre-prototype for the, the the drinking vessel it makes a lot of sense and i can see thank, thank you todd for putting the uh the the link in there it's, it's a really cool cool project uh, and on the other side there's something called green wave which are actually uh, using seaweed and you'll see seaweed uh cups everything like that uh straws and stuff come out in there and then what is left there you also will like to live off so it's it's a it's a brilliant brilliant project wow that's really cool like it all right so i don't know what the what the i have no idea what the last whiskey is going to be but um i keep seeing i keep looking at, at at rasmus and i see a distillery behind him and i'm, I'm, I'm guessing it might be lagavulin <laughs> yeah this is uh this is actually and i i uh i hope you guys pour this uh this is will as well be the highest ape one in the lineup it is 48 percent uh, you can as well see we uh we don't color this one um, and it is absolutely beautiful. So this was supposed to be a limited edition. This is our Lagavulin eight year. So in 2016, we had our 200 year anniversary of Lagavulin, this absolutely beautiful distillery that was actually 10 different illegal stills uh, that was then built into what we today know as, as Lagavulin. And uh, this came out, it was such a big hit and we got so many requests for keeping this in the lineup. And I'm super glad we did. We listened, and uh, now this is one of our our permanent skews for Lagavulin. Um, a slightly more dry, ashy expression of, of Lagavulin. You guys have it in the glass there? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, here's my sort of take on this, and I, I said this a, a bunch of times. Like a younger, uh, this like the 16, which most people know, that's probably the most popular one out there. It's probably one of the. It's very, very well balanced. Uh, of the smoky whiskeys, uh, the peated whiskey, it's probably one of the most balanced whiskeys out there. Mm -hmm. But when you have a when you have a peated and it's fairly highly peated whiskey, uh, a younger, uh, fairly high peated whiskey, there is what I call sweet peat, and this has that. It's got a sweetness that goes along with. I mean, I know it's got the ashiness. I get it. But it's got a sweetness that also uh, shows through. And people usually don't associate sweetness with peat and but when you have younger whiskeys it's definitely there it's like barbecue yeah when you actually t taste the new make of lagavulin and you get this like beautiful sweet smoke and almost like a, a ripe banana note uh next time uh, i see you ryan i do have some new make i'll i'll, I'll let you try it it's i always love trying new make fantastic but if you uh if you actually look at the distillery here it's absolutely gorgeous this is actually behind the distillery this is where you want to take your photo. Uh, and this is actually our stills. And the way we create this, and you can see these stills, 
we do the longest distillation on, on Isla. So if we look at our, like something like Kauila, which is another big distillery we own on the island, they do a four and a half hour distillation, if I believe to be right, Ardbeg and, and Lafroig is in the same tier. We do a nine hour distillation, which means we do everything a lot slower. We'll actually, um, you can see our wash, our spirit stills are actually larger than our wash stills, which is not normal. And we'll actually fill them up 95% and then do a super slow distillation. Uh, and then you can see the line arm goes down, which means a lot of these compounds will literally just fall over. And then we do a broader cut on, on these uh, as well, which means we get much more of the fruity characters. So if you do a wider cut, you can get much more of that balance. And you can as well just see the density in the spirit itself. And it really comes from there. So we have a lot more of those sweet fruity characters and flavors and it creates that beautiful, beautiful, sweet heat uh, note we have there. And it's, it's phenomenal. Now, since we've been talking, well, I have been anyways, talking about seafood <laughs> and, uh, and whiskey. One of the other th great things you can do, especially with the eight-year-old, I, I find is if uh, we come into summer, lobster season, right? Really? Yeah, some main yeah. lobsters and stuff like that. Add like an ounce of this um, to your steam water the water you're going to steam the, the lobsters in yeah. add like about an ounce or so of this in the steam water not people that boil i had a friend that was boiling lobster he threw like an ounce in a uh, in a gallon you know this like five gallons of water he's got going on but if you steam it add add some add some of the lagavulin eight-year-old into the steam water and let it steam through and uh it actually makes it it's like you were talking about before adding salt it just it it, it just amps up that flavor uh, profile of lobster uh, to the nth degree. So that's, that's another summer, summer eating uh, uh, that goes along with whiskey uh, tip. That is definitely something I'm going to do. This as well with a, if you add this to a banana foster when you flambe it, it's amazing. It just gives it a little bit of smoke and a little bit of peat and it just works very well. Oh, I love bananas faucets. Now I got to try that now too. So there you go. There you go. It's, it's delicious as well. Um, I live in Florida. I love a pina colada. I, uh, I do smoky pina coladas with white roll and eight and it's absolutely delicious. Oh, that's a good idea too. All right. But now it's, it's <laughs> absolutely delicious by itself. Here we only use American Oak, um, and just have all this, that behind the peat as well, you get some of these like almost like grapefruit citrus notes. Uh, that is there it has like some beautiful sweetness and that beautiful mouthfeel as well it's like really coating uh, and for an eight-year-old whiskey like it's it's absolutely amazing but it's not always about like the age on the bottle it's like how active your cask is your your spirit style and everything like that as well oh uh, great lineup i want to thank you uh first of all so much for uh doing this with us tonight uh, uh live from miami uh, and doing this. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end the uh, Facebook Live, but if you guys want to uh, uh, stick around uh, that are on the Zoom, mm -hmm. uh, you can ask uh, Rasmus any questions or any comments that you may have. But I want to wrap up the, the, the Facebook Live. I want to thank you very much, Rasmus, for doing this for us tonight. And I hope uh, everybody enjoys their, their whiskey kit. It's the, it's the Scottish Whiskey Expedition, and it's certainly a different... Uh, take and look at uh, Scottish whiskeys uh, geographically, um, but I think more importantly, stylistically, stylistically, di stylistically yeah. uh, different because uh, any, anything can come from anywhere now, but uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Ryan.